Association. 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 That was such uber ponage. Hello, fellow nerds from the studios of WBNS-FM in Columbus, Ohio. This is the Nerd Association Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Barnett. And I'm your other host, Mark Finch. And before we get to what do you think of when I say this, we would like to welcome on a guest host this week, Brandon Beam, who you can hear right here in Columbus on 97.1 The Fan FM every morning from 6 to 9 a.m., I guess AM is uh, redundant there because I already said every morning, but Morning Juice host Brandon Bean. Brandon, how you doing today? Oh, good, boys. It's great to talk to you. We, uh, you know, in our past lives, I would hear so many conversations between the two of you, and I was sandwiched literally between the two of you in our workspaces. I haven't seen you actually in person for like, you know, 13 or 14 months, but when we resume our uh, offices and we're fully vaxxed, I can't wait to spit in both of your mouths. So thanks for having me on today. <laughs> yeah, I can still picture the way that you're... Uh, that you put your headphones on and put your face in your hands when we start talking about the kind of stuff we <laughs> usually talk about on this podcast. Uh, I want to tell you, by the way, uh, it's good to hear your voice. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, my wife's favorite coffee mug is the Caffeinate and Dominate. So... You get represented well, in the Barnett household a lot. So. <laughs> it's a it's a term that uh, our former co-host, Anthony Schlegel, who used to do the show, and now he is actually the head strength coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I don't know, better job hosting a radio show with Bobby Carpenter and myself or, you know, running Urban's uh, football team down there. But anyways, he came up with that term, and it's something we still use every day on the morning juice. So I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that your lovely wife enjoys drinking out of our mugs that you got for a Christmas gift this and, year. Yeah, and for, and for Schlegel, he's either way he's working with sweaty men early in the morning right so yeah exactly i mean just loves watching dudes <laughs> so okay so chops without further ado yeah so morning juice five days a week two days off each week that's seven days but guys what do you think of when i say six day week i think of chops is what i think of my mind immediately goes to you is where it goes Again, I think of the uh, audible eye roll from Brandon Beam <laughs> every time that conversation came up. We couldn't have anybody but you come on and talk to us about this. We literally could do like a five-hour episode on this, but I tell you what, some of the ideas, Chopper, that you were uh, flinging around in the office, you know, like I said in our past life, was pretty amazing. But yeah, start off with the six-day work week, man, because uh, I mean, you caught some fire actually here. So I think Spain is doing like a hybrid role of this actually right now and like trying to implement it in their country. It's not the six day week. It's actually a seven day week, but only four working days and a three day weekend. So I don't really know how that works. You're just basically trying to take the entire Gregorian calendar that we've lived by <laughs> and change it, which sounds like not too big of a feat. So I think maybe by, you know, the time that the end of your life happens chops, which I mean, let's be honest, could be two months from now. It could be two years from now. It could be 30 years from now, or maybe longer depending on, uh, on how you've been living during quarantine. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, I have certainly, I have surely shortened my lifespan, but it was, uh, I think it's something that we could get done in your lifetime. There's no doubt. So you're right. It is, it is going to be a tough thing to change. It's a, it's, it would be an idea that would change how everybody deals with their days and their weeks completely. But I think it would lead to more satisfaction in work and time off. So the six day week is not a six day work week. It's a four day work week that still keeps us at our weekends being just 
two days. Now, a lot of people, the first question they ask is, what are you going to do? Just delete a day? Yes, that's what you would do. You would just delete a day. Days are still 24 hours long. There are still 365 days in the year. There are still 12 months. There are still the same amount of days. In each month, there's just six days in a week, which the seven days in a week already is a number that isn't really that clean to begin with because 365 divided by seven, everybody says 52 weeks, but it's really 52.14 weeks approximately. So 365 divided by six, there would be 60.83 weeks approximately. <laughs> Basically the, the number of weeks is already an arbitrary number. And that's the only thing that would change is just, you would say, Oh, there's about 61 weeks in the year. Instead of saying there's about 52 weeks in the year. Now, the big changes you would notice is you're only working four days a week. So in between each weekend is only four days of work, which I think everybody would sign up for. Right. I don't think there's any problem with that, that I only I don't think I work. I don't think I work four days in an entire year. So it doesn't really no different to me. But yes, continue your plot. It doesn't matter to you. But so that's what I wanted to to throw some of those numbers out there at first, because that's what a lot of people come at with is like reasons why it wouldn't work. And there's really no reason why it wouldn't work. There's a reason why we wouldn't do it, but there's no reason why it wouldn't work. It's not going to mess up how long it takes for the earth to go around the sun. It's not going to mess up the rotation of the earth because all it changes is the amount of weeks in a year, which is already a number that doesn't really matter all that much. The other big change is the amount of working days in a year. And this is probably the hardest one that if you get it past the powers that be that this would be the hardest one. So right now, five working days a week, generally at 52.14 weeks is 260 working days thereabouts. Four working days at 60.83 weeks is 243. So about a 17-day difference. Now, that's still not going to be as crazy as the difference if you just make every week a three-day weekend like Spain is trying to do with that little pilot program, but 17 days that you would lose of the uh, productivity work days, all that kind of stuff. But I also push back that I think you'd lose eh, three or four vacation days, because if your vacation is based on weeks, then you'd only need four days every time you needed a week off of work instead of five. So if you have three weeks of vacation, four weeks of vacation, whatever it might be, that's three to four days that you're, you're giving back that you're not going to have on vacation because the weeks are shorter. All of that being said, the last yeah. thing to point out is no, we don't need to work for 10 hour days. It would still be eight hour days, a 32 hour work week because there's more weeks. So you're still getting roughly the same amount of work time. in. it's that difference of the, of those work days that, that really makes the difference, but no, we don't need to jump it up to 10 hours for the four days because the 40 hour week is already something that was just sort of made up at one point And we've just rolled with it. The eight hour day, also something we just rolled with. I can carry that over, but I don't need to carry over the 40 hour week because it's been proven that with technology and everything that we're so much more productive in the time we work now that working over those hours isn't really necessary. There are some jobs that need it, but I still think the eight hour day would get everything done for everybody, even with just four days working each week. All right. So I'm already cross-eyed Daniel and you can obviously <laughs> hop in anytime that, that you would like, because you're obviously the venerable, venerable host of this program. Uh, so I, uh, I, like I said, I'm already cross-eyed. I, the, the biggest, here's my biggest thing about this, right? We have talked about this chops for, for years, literally years. You and I have been going back and forth on this. So I'm glad that we're able to finally have it in a public forum where we can actually discuss it. Uh, so my biggest thing 
which day are we eliminating? Because there has to be a day that gets the ax, right? I mean, if there's only, we got seven now, one of the days has to be eliminated. Are we creating new days? Are they just going to be made up days? Like that's one thing. And then think about the children chops. I mean, less schooling for them, you know, four days a week. You're saying there's less school days in a year. I mean, how are we going to function as a society after that? That's what I really want to know. So can I interject here for a second? Yeah. You know, tell me to F off if you think this is wrong, but I'm I'm interested before we like talk about the feasibility of this modern idea. <laughs> I think it's worth talking about why we have the calendar we have, because I think that contributes to the conversation about whether we can implement the changes, right? Yeah. So if I may be a turbo nerd for a few minutes. Yes, I love turbo nerding. Chops brings up a few good points in that you can't change the length of the day because that is set by something that is not arbitrary. The length of the solar day on Earth is not arbitrary, right? The length yep. of the solar year on Earth is not arbitrary. Those are things that are set in stone. Those are not conceptions that we have come up with as humans. Unlike months are a thing that are, well... Okay, so those things are not arbitrary. Now let's look at the next level of why we have a seven-day week and why we started with 28-day months. And that's, of course, because of the lunar cycles, right? Yes. So the the moon is full every 28 days, and that means that if you divide that by four, you every seven days the moon enters a new phase of its you know waxing and waning. So this is where that comes from from a naturalist point of view. But then we got rid of it because we don't even have all 28-day months. Well, we sure. Have one month, 28 days. And six fits into five months, 30. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll get there. Hold on. I'm just talking about why. And, of course, then there's the religious aspect that you know, a lot of modern religions, Abrahamic religions, believe that because the world was created in seven days, whether that day was a solar day or just a conception, that that's why we have a seven-day week in addition, right? And, and in ancient cultures, they really did adhere to the 28-day month. This, this idea of a 29 or a 30 or 31-day month didn't come until later. And what they would do is they would have these 28-day months, and then they would have a, essentially what was a leap month at the end of the year that allowed them to realign the leftover number of days with the sun, you know, passing through its one-year cycle. And in fact, the modern Hebrew calendar, the Jewish calendar, still kind of does that has 12 months and then like an optional 13th month if it needs to line itself up. Um, in this case, to Passover is the thing it has to line up with. I like that idea. I wish we could go to that and like that 13th month was just like, nobody has to work. Nobody has to do anything. It's just like, <laughs> it's just chaos yeah. for those extra days. That would be fun. And you brought it up yourself. You could actually have, if you did a still did 12 months in this six day calendar, that's 360 days. And then you would have six days left over somewhere in there that you either could observe all at the end of the year, five to six days, that you either could observe all at the end of the year or you could put them between months, right? We could have mm-hmm. a day that's reserved for the sum- the summer solstice or the spring or fall equinoxes, right? I say we do it on 420 every year. Some cultures would do that. They would put those in, in the past, they would put those extra leftover days and make them feast days that weren't part of any other month. And yeah, people would get drunk and screw for those couple of days. <laughs> I mean, really, there so is we his, could, <clears throat> there's historical precedent for that. We could just make those like our national holidays. 
Right. You know, how about do that instead of making instead of taking another work day away? Now, those extra days are just the national holiday days. And so the it's somewhere in July is the 4th of July, you know, late December. We throw in one of those days for Christmas and so on and so forth. Labor Day, Memorial Day, whatever. And and, and you know, the other thing that's worth thinking about is the calendar that we observe today, while it follows some of the conventions of ancient people following the moon and the sun and thinking about crops and that kind of stuff. The, ca- the calendar we observe today started as the Julian calendar, which was not a quote unquote created by, but in fact created for Julius Caesar. And basically along the way, there were several different emperors that decided they wanted a month named after themselves. So they changed the number of months in the calendar, which is where we get, by the way, this is why September, which means seventh month is our ninth month. And October, which means eighth month is our 10th month, and November and December, those were originally September, October, November, December used to be the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th months of the year. And then, Ju- and then Julius mm-hmm. Caesar and Augustus decided, we, well, we want months named after us. So they just decided to drop them right in the goddamn middle of the year. <laughs> those asses. Yeah, I right? knew I didn't like them for a reason. Okay, so I just need to get to the Julius Caesar level, and then I can change the calendar. Well, sure. You're on your way there. You've got yeah. good ideas. Or the Pope Gregory the 13th level, which, by the way, is where we get the term Gregorian calendar. Um, also Gregorian monk, right? But here's what I think is worth thinking about as we venture forth into this conversation of how do we implement it now, or can we even? The calendar we observe today wasn't official until almost 1600. <laughs> So not in this grand scope of history, even the history of mankind, not that long, 400 years, mm-hmm. you know, versus however many tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of years that humans have looked at the sky and said, well, time passes. There are still some cultures around the world today that don't observe the Gregorian calendar and some do the Julian calendar. We talked about the modern Jewish calendar. It's not as though a calendar is technically universal even now there are different cultures that still keep well yeah i mean there are different yeah exactly that's what i was going to say because i mean you know every different not every different culture but most different cultures like chinese new year that doesn't line up like with our new year that we celebrate and it's just yeah it's just yeah i guess it's all arbitrary uh but i would think that the implementing now like the way that we are now right i mean because everybody like what if what have we discovered in the last like 100 100 years in human history right it's like 90 percent of the technology of every like humankind discovery has been discovered in the last hundred years i think so like now we're at a point where we understand like okay this is this is the kind of the way it is this is the status quo i just think the leaps and bounds of actually like getting to a point of changing that like actual calendar and to get people to buy into the four-day work week and eliminate a day it would just be a monumental task well sure that's a different story the reason it might work is because it's beneficial to the worker and the workers outweigh the managers and the people in charge at I'll least tell Bezos numbers. that. Yeah, it, I mean it's technically true, but yeah, we we that's a way for the workers to take back some power, get some things on their side, get a better week. You asked about what day are we going to get rid of? It doesn't really matter. You could pick or choose whichever day you wanted to. I've always said we can combine Monday and Tuesday, and just Moose Day is the first day of the week. Then you follow <laughs> with Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that's the end of the work week, and still have your Saturday and Sunday. Moose Day because Monday most people don't like Monday. It's the day you get back to work, and Tuesday is like 
really the least important day of the week for people. There's nothing like, except for taco Tuesday, sorry, LeBron, there's nothing that like is crazy about Tuesday. Whereas Wednesday is hump day. Thursday's basically the weekend. Friday's a weekend day. So that's why, that's why moves day. You also asked about the children. Won't somebody think of the children? Yes, please. Which is just a, an old cop out that people always say whenever anybody wants to do something different, the children are going to be fine. The it's already 180 days of school per year. Okay. That just whatever, however many weeks it takes to get to that. I did the math. That's 45 weeks of school. They have to do 45 weeks. So their summer vacation might be a little bit less, but they get more weekends throughout the school year. No, that's a pretty damn good point then out of you. It's worth mentioning that the, the school day across the United States, at least, isn't the same depending on what grade you're in. And if you were to align it so that every school child went to school for eight hours or four hours for like kindergartners, that would also line up better for workers who have to work an eight hour shift that their kid would be in school for the same amount of time. Well, theoretically. And it's also worth noting, you know, you, yeah, theoretically, you bring up this idea that, um, you know, trying to convince workplaces. If we switch to mm -hmm. a six day week model, that is more benefit. It, it, it's fewer work days for the worker, but it's also more work hours than an employer would get if they did a four day work week with a seven day week. Mm -hmm. It works out that in fact, they don't lose that much. Yeah, productivity. So it, this, this gives a little bit to both, both sides. Yeah. This gives the workers that four day week, but it doesn't cut out so many. Cause I mean, you're literally adding 52, roughly 52 weekend days to a four day work week in the seven day week. If you do that, that's what Spain is doing. This one takes away about 17 workdays. And then even again, you might strip that down another three or four. So maybe 13 or 14, considering that vacation days would fluctuate as how many you get and how many hours you need to take a whole week off. So as far as yeah, proposing it to the, uh, the powers that be, well, they'd rather give up somewhere between 14 and 17 days than give you 52 additional days off. Yeah, we're making a lot of sense here. It's worth noting that this there are drawbacks. I will not. I will not completely. It's also worth noting that this idea is much more fully formed than when you first proposed it. <laughs> you know, two or three. Probably years really ago. is. Like I'm just sitting. I'm honestly like I'm sitting here in my living room. I'm sitting on my couch. I've got my headphones on, and like that little five second pause right there. I was literally just trying to like comprehend everything that you just said. Like I'm still so lost on this idea. And like the so my original thing to this is like where the hell did you even come? Because well, you'll notice throughout the episode some of the outrageous things that you say. It's just where do you come up with this? How does your brain work to a point where you're like, you know what, the five day work week is so busted let's bust it up like viva la revolution and like let's make a charge to the employers and just cut out the days but yet we're giving some of them back like i don't understand how your brain works man i really don't <laughs> i would okay i would say a little insight into my brain is usually i i don't even know if it starts with finding a, a problem always or maybe just like the idea of the four-day work week has been something that's been around for a number of years now, the, because like I said earlier, productivity has increased so much with our technology and where it is now that the, the five day work week seems like a lot of extra, a lot of busy work, a lot of time where people aren't actually like doing important things. You just a lot of office up. basketball, a lot of exactly. death. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, but I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, but I mean, to have a three day weekend every week is one going to be a, a lot of weekend days. Maybe some people won't even like having three days off every week. I think I would, but I don't know if ever, some people do like going to work and getting that, that time away from their house or, or whatever it might be. 
But also, like I said, the I don't think employers want to give an extra 52 weekends. So what's a way we could take that? We combine that. And I'm thinking about it. You know, so I, I, I'm going back and forth in my own head about it. And then eventually I came to the six day week. And I think, yeah, probably I just stood up one day and I was like, guys, what if we did a six day week? And then Bobby Carpenter, like just looks at me, rolls his eyes, eats an entire chicken breast and rolls out of the office. He's like, I'm not even going to give that the time it's of the not day. Even just an entire chicken breast. It's basically the scene from game of Thrones. Like if you don't shut your mouth, all I have to eat every chicken in here. Like that's exactly what Bob did. I mean, there was 50 chickens in the office running around and he ate every single one of and them. And he just started biting their heads off. It was grisly. I mean, I felt like, <laughs> it really it was an, was. I felt like it was at an Ozzy Osbourne concert, you know? <laughs> So that's a little insight into how I come up with some of these ideas. And as you mentioned, yeah, this isn't like, I didn't like think of this this morning and said, let's talk about this. This is something I've thought about a lot. I've done a lot of math for, I've looked into w ways that it would work, ways that it might not. And some of the drawbacks that I've uh, not been able to like fully refute is like, that's a good point that like, that would be something we'd have to like really deal with, with this. Um, You'd have like less of the keeping track of the moon and the stuff that, that Daniel was mentioning. So that's something that for people who are interested in that and from the science aspect of that, that would be something that they'd have to reconcile and figure out. You could still what keep a lunar calendar. Wiccan, what would we do with the Wiccan culture, though? That's really my main concern. Yeah, I mean, would the ring have to change to you're going to die in six days? That's another. <laughs> yeah, you have to go back and change the movie. Think about the remnants of culture. Like, yeah, that's like pop culture. Yeah. Think about the Beatles song Eight Days a Week. Now that's even more extreme, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it's a lot it's of worth days. noting you bring up other religions, and I think that's I, I it's a good cultural consideration, but a lot of religions already have their own observances. Like I said, the Jewish the Jewish calendar is different because of religious observances. The Chinese calendar is different because of religious observances. There's nothing saying Yeah, and and the thing is you can keep your religious calendar however your religion needs to, to to make it line up with the things you believe in. This is more of really just functionally for work. Mm -hmm. How what's a way that would make work a little bit easier on people as technology has gotten to a point where we don't really need the five eight hour days a week. It doesn't appear anymore. Well, and you no longer need the like thirty days half September, April, June, and November, et cetera, right? Because every every <laughs> right. month has thirty days except for those weird five or six days that that again we put we do something else with that's something you've added in and that would probably be smart because six fits so well into 30 that, that and if you're making this change you may as well make some some sweeper some like more sweeping broader changes but you also don't have to you could literally leave the same amount of days in every month and it really doesn't again sure. it doesn't matter as long as there's 365 days and each of those days is 24 hours you will get to a year that's and true. that's the real point of the calendar yeah um, but another drawback, uh, this one falls in for us sports, especially football are very into the seven day week, mm -hmm. but I feel like as this year showed the NFL is going to start toying with games every day of the week. And those, those six, five, seven days off are going to be different throughout their calendar. So it's already something that the NFL has proposed, but it would be difficult, uh, for, especially for football. The one that it, it, they, they truly want that. And they truly need it. Those, those six days of rest in between games. And that one would be difficult. And I know the NFL is not going to give up Sunday just because I want to change the calendar. I mean, it could, if you push hard enough for it chops, I mean, let's really not sell yourself self short here, but yeah. I, so they're, they're, they're a week based schedule. 
schedule, right? I mean, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the tough thing with them baseball. I mean, who really cares? Obviously basketball doesn't really matter to them. They're still playing on the nights of the week, hockey, soccer, same thing. Don't really have set days of the week where they're playing their games or their matches. Yeah. So they have, you're right. Yeah, they have patterns they follow sure. throughout the week, but they could just change the pattern slightly and it wouldn't feel that different. Well, and it's not as though short weeks don't happen sometimes. It would just mean that a short week would always be shorter. I mean, let's, Mm -hmm. this is from someone who knows enough about football to know how to watch it, but you guys will have a better answer than I will on this. Is there a thing where you could always have like one conference play on Sundays and one conference play on Mondays, but then there's interconference games to like make sure that they never have a short week or that they rarely have a short week? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could do that in theory. I mean, yeah, if, we're, if we're reworking the entire calendar, we Daniel, can I, th- rework I, th- football. I, I think we can rework football. Yes. Yeah, they could game the schedule in, in as many ways as they could to minimize the amount of like five days in between right. games and try to get more of the six days. And there still would be some. But right now in the calendar, there is that. And if they extend these to, you know, playing on Tuesday and Wednesday and they already have the Thursday game, which makes short weeks for people, we'd fall. We're already falling into that some for the NFL, but it is something to take into account. That would be a big change for people that, you know, six, you know, six days in between a football game is the norm. And that would be something that would be very hard if you want to keep playing the game. That's the other thing is like, not only do they want the six days in between, but they want to play on the same day. College football is on Saturday, high school football, Friday, NFL on Sunday. And those are the days they're played. Whereas like you said, with other leagues, eh, it's pretty much just whatever day they, they want to put a game. They'll play any day of the seven weeks. The other one, uh, and my mom, she, uh, she's a social worker. She works in a hospital and she was bringing up that like radiation treatment is on five day sets mm. for people who have cancer because you know, there's five days in a week and then it's closed on the weekends. And I said, that would be something that they'd have to figure out. Maybe they would have to have it open on the weekends, or I don't know if the five days is something they only do because it's five days and four days on two days off would also work. I don't know enough about the science behind that, but again, something they'd have to reconcile and figure out would be medical things. There for sure would be a lot that fall along our calendar. Although it's not as though hospitals ever close on the weekends. I mean, hospitals are open 24, seven, three sixty five. Yes. But I think this, I think this radiation treatment, like, 24, 6, No, I don't like that. It doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. I'm out of the, I'm out of the idea. That's something they'd have to figure out. And maybe they would have to be open Saturday if the five day thing for radiation treatment is that important. And I'm sure there's other medical uh, examples that you could use that are really built into the seven day week. So something to, to look at, but I think again, it could be figured out. I have a question about okay. let's okay. Let's say for a second that you go to the United Nations and you mm-hmm. say, I'm proposing the six-day work week. It's just for workers. It's just for corporations. It works for medicine and education. It, we can still do football. What? Okay. You've started to convince the powers that be. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what? We're going to do the six-day week. Here are the considerations that I want to talk about. We've already, you already said that you think we'd combine Monday and Tuesday. Or we could get we could ditch both of those, make a chops day. Well, that's an idea. So I, I have like I, don't, I want I want to honor you in a different way if you'll let me. But so I suggest we get rid of of um of Tuesday because Tuesday historically is at least in Western cultures. I can't speak for Eastern cultures. Every culture has a different name for that day. But in Western culture, okay. it's named after the god of war, right? So maybe as a as an, a a symbol of peace in the world, we get rid of the war day of okay. the week. 
right? That's fine. Whatever your logic is, we just have to get rid of a day. I don't really care about which one, but if that's the logic you want to go with, sure. Uh, you know what, Daniel, you're all, you're all for world peace. Uh, side nugget, did you guys know that the American flag that we fly right now with the 13 uh, stripes and the 50 stars, did you know that is the USA's wartime flag? And we actually have a peacetime flag as well that nobody knows about? I mean, when have we been at peace? Yeah, never, never. Right? We've <laughs> yeah. never. That's why. That's why nobody Boy, has dang. any any damn clue of what this flag looks like. But I was in a Wikipedia wormhole just the other day looking at it, and it was something I had no clue about. We actually have an alternate peacetime flag that we have never used. That's wild. So another benefit of the six day week could bring peace, <laughs> and we finally get to yes. see the peacetime flag. <laughs> That's right. Now here's the next question: Do we do we put those five or six days at the end of the year? and name it like Finchuary in honor of you? <laughs> or do we split them up and like, you know, we do January, February, March, and then we have a day between March and April that is for, again, for eating and screwing. Yes. Go, you know, uh, April, May, June, probably two days there for a summer festival, right? July, August, September, put in a day, and then one right at the end of the year, which would be a New Year's celebration. Do we do it? Which way do we do it? No, yeah, I think I think we go we we stagger them out, and that way you got something to look forward to every every three months. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the staggering them out. That would be a fun way to to make. And then the, yeah, like you said, the six days would fit into all thirty day months, and we would just have these extra days sprinkled throughout the year that everybody would be looking forward to. And those would kind of fit into when we usually see these these holidays throughout the year. Anyways, yeah. can I also say that I got that idea from uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, how is your Dungeons and Dragons game oh, going? Oh man. Uh well, we were on the high I'm going to give you the the shortest possible version cuz no one's tuned in for this. Uh we were on we fought a god and a bad, right. an evil god and killed him. And then we started a new campaign where everyone was pirates. And that was cool. And now we're in space. So three different campaigns since we last talked. Space pirates. Space pirates. So all right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say on it. Like I said, I've done the math. I've thought about this a lot. I, I think most people would be happy with it. It'd probably be some curmudgeon, you know, uh, manager types that wouldn't like it. But I would say for most people, four days in between every weekend, more weekends throughout the year. I think most people would like that. Brandon, after I've had a chance to explain it more and you can't turn on the music in your headphones, you have to listen to me in your headphones <laughs> mm-hmm. the whole time. Where are you now on the six day week? Yeah, I think it's still stupid, but I say you fight. You, you keep on fighting the good fight. All right. What about you, Daniel? Are you are you in my corner on the six day week? Well, Chops, I if you'll recall, I've always kind of been in your corner because I think you're a savant, and this is one of your things. <laughs> I obviously I wouldn't have done all this research to be to say to the world, hey, by the way, guys, calendars are already arbitrary for the most part. So listen to Chops. <laughs> I'm for it. I think it I think it is like you said it's just to workers. It's it's just I mean middle finger to corporations, but it's you know, they can't argue too much with it. It's better than the 4-day work it, week like we said in the 7-day week. It's tidy, which for my OCD having all the months be the same number of days is like that's, you know, heaven. I like the idea of the festivals. You know, every 3 months that we get to just like yeah. have every a guaranteed day off and we all celebrate, you know, world peace and good food and all the other fun things that come with it. Some time for golfing. We have a golf holiday, a golf day. Oh yeah, that'd be You know what? That'd be good. Actually, let's put all 6 of those between June and July and just have every <laughs> single person in the world play golf on those days. That's uh, actually, you know what? I'm the only person in the world who can celebrate that holiday. Nobody else is allowed to play golf on those days. And that way I get the course to myself. 
think about that beam. I know you play any day of the week, but if yeah. you had, if you, something happened with your schedule where you could only get out there every Saturday, they're only talking five days in between each Saturday instead true. of six. Well, that's true. Less to look forward to. So Tim Hall would hate it then because we know he actually doesn't even like the day, which he gets to do cool stuff. He likes the anticipating more, so it wouldn't work for him either. <laughs> but he would get more weekends to anticipate throughout the year. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right about, you are correct about that. It'd be like a, a tantric weekend <laughs> for, for Tim. all year long. If we had planned, if we had planned better, we should have just made this like a 10 person zoom call and just had every, <laughs> Everyone listen for the rattles of eye rolls throughout, you know, I mean, it would have literally just been Tim talking the entire time. It doesn't matter how many people are on the zoom call. So it doesn't, doesn't matter anyways. Oh my, I want to, uh, can I pick on Tim for one second? Uh, yes, please sure. do. Tim bought, was bugging chops and I for months to record on nerd association here. That's here, not listeners, shocking. you get to, you get to see behind the curtain. And I kept saying to him like, Hey man, other people tell us ideas, tell us what you want to come talk about and we'll, we'll bring you on. And when we finally had him on to talk about, what did we have him on to talk about? Face off. Thank you. <laughs> we and do, WandaVision for that matter. We, we record our guests over Zoom because we live in the end times. And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, guys, where, where are the cameras? Got to turn the cameras on. Like, I want to see your faces. I was like, well, Tim, we usually we do. And he's like, no, man, my camera's on. Turn your cameras on. <laughs> so I was curious when you came on today, Beamer, if you're going to be like, Hey boys, where are the cameras? No, no, I'm. Uh, I don't want to. Like, I have gained like 300 pounds in the last 15 months. <laughs> yeah, me, me too, brother. Don't worry. I about mean, that. it's it's fine. I'm literally a basic. Like, I'm a human version of Jabba the Hutt now. Like, I don't leave my house, and I just kind of roll around and leave a slime trail every every single where that I go in my house. <laughs> Why do you think I grew this be huge beard? To cover all the chins, man. <laughs> I can't grow facial hair, so I can't do that. Oh, baby face beam. Drinking a little too much morning juice there. Yep, happens. A little too much afternoon and night juice and all kinds of juice you can think of, Chops. We've got a little bit of time here. Beam, I know there are some of my other ideas that you uh, would infamous all-timers, we'll call them for you, because you pretty much are not a big fan of most of my ideas, but you do remember them. There's something to that. Well, I think um, there is uh, one other infamous one I want to get to, bef but before that, there's a quick story. So, uh, Daniel, as you know, I've been working in radio chops. You know this too. We have uh, mm -hmm. something that's called sun outages every single year, mm -hmm. right? So, at <laughs> certain, <laughs> you know where this is going. Uh, yes. So, at at a certain point of a time in the calendar year, the sun, you know, messes with the satellites, and we will have called yeah, just sun outages, right? So, there's nothing we can literally do about it, and our radio station goes off the air depending on the satellites. Like, yeah, that's to do happens. with the low angle of the sun in the spring yeah correct so it's around this time of the year every single year and so our engineer greg who you guys should have him on and nerd out about stuff because I mean, he'll do he'll do like a three-hour episode nothing and you'll be more cross-eyed than chops talking <laughs> about a six-day week and so he was telling us that he was like yeah you know he's literally explaining these sun outages to us and he was like, so the sun at one point, like, it, you know, refracts from, you know, the satellite that we have here and yada, 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 and all these different things. And I'm at this point, like, checked out of the conversation, and, as I usually am. 
And Chops just looks at him. He's like, yes, but what if you go up there on the satellite that we have in our receiver and just put sunblock on it and just basically <laughs> take a mop and mop the thing with sunscreen? And I have, I, I've seen Greg wanted to punch people in the face multiple times. I don't think I've ever seen him wanted to punch someone else in the face more than when Chops said that. That's and so that, well, that, I don't know how you thought of that, Chops, but I started laughing my ass off. And I'm like, that's one, it's the stupidest idea ever I've ever heard. But two, I I will give it to you. It was pretty damn funny. I will say that one is 75% joke. I I was pretty sure it would not work, but I thought it was a pretty good idea to get, to get past the sun spotting or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was quite the one. Uh, so that one was pretty good. That's very good. And then I tell you one of your, one of your not bad ideas, I wouldn't call it a great one, but I think people could get, could kind of get behind is the idea of work slippers. I think work slippers are, are a fine, normal idea. Maybe we can get work slippers to become a thing before the six day week. If you're showing up to your office and you're in your tennis shoes or your, you know, your loafers, whatever you wear to your office and you're inside for the rest of the day, why can't you just pop those off and just wear slippers around, you know, work for, you know, while you're inside? I think that's a great idea. I think most people would be more comfortable. We would be less ornery all the time in the office, just a nice slipper as we walk around the office and everybody has their work slippers right there under their desk. Well, Japanese culture does that. I mean, a lot, you go into someone's house and it's a sign of disrespect. If you wear your, your shoes. And so you take them off and you put a slipper when you're, when you enter people's homes. I was going to say, if you guys recall, I did that. I did that one. You, so I broke my foot. Do you, do you remember this? <laughs> I yes. broke my foot and I couldn't fit into shoes. So I started wearing slippers. I would wear shoes to the office in great pain and then i would put on and then i would put on slippers once i got in the office and of course uh my debut in columbus radio was when i went in and plopped my broken foot in front of common man live on the air Mm -hmm. um and we haven't talked since um (laughs) but after that i kept my slippers in my desk and especially when i would work mornings and i'm getting there you know three in the morning i would put on my work slippers because it was comfy I, i in fact i think it's one of your not just one of your better ideas. I implemented it in my real life. <laughs> and I think people could probably, yeah, as long as it, your office allows it, that one's super simple to change. You could just do it. Sure. Just bring some slippers to work and, and just do it. That one's not going to be anything huge, but it would probably make you more comfortable at work. So yeah, I full stamp of approval on office slippers for me. I've also blacked out on a couple of the other ones, Chops. I think I literally <laughs> like, I just, I don't even remember. It's a bad part of my life where I kind of just want to like, don't remember that it happened. Uh, but what were some of your other ones? Cause like now that you put me on the spot, like those were, those were the, the ones that I could remember, but I don't necessarily remember all of them. Cause there were just so many stupid ideas that you've had. <laughs> Again, I'm, I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that when Chops would start down one of these paths, I was sitting on the cubicle opposite. You could hear Beam just like groan, roll his eyes, and put his headphones on. <laughs> well, I couldn't, I, get a, I, I couldn't get away. I can't get away. It was just, it was great. I get very into it. And so like I would, I would formulate the idea of talking to Daniel and Beam might chime in right there at the beginning, but then it would mm-hmm. keep going because then as every additional person walked into the office area, You'd have to I would them. ask them about it. And then we would, then I'd have the same conversation again with them with the same counterpoints to the, the points that, that they're coming up with. So I could see how it, it could get annoying if you were sitting 
right there with my voice traveling over your head the entire time. So, so what are some of Chop's like greatest hits for you know future episodes? Who knows? I'm trying to remember some, but the, I mean the one that like is famous. And this one isn't really an idea; it's more of a, a distinction. Is kid food versus adult food? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. This was this was very stupid, and you still get made fun of to this day about that. It does still come up. Again, I think this one is exactly correct. It's not saying that as an adult, you can't eat these foods, but you just have to acknowledge that there are foods that are objectively for children. But your qualification for what is and isn't is is much broader than I think most people would consider. Kid food. I mean, just throw throw out a food to me. I'll I'll tell you if it's a kid food or adult food. I'll tell you the corresponding foods, which one is the kid version and which one is the adult version. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is a kid food, but it doesn't really have a corresponding one. I guess like a nicer, like a nicer macaroni and cheese. <laughs> but like macaroni and cheese, kid food, hot dog, kid food, bratwurst, adult food, pancake, waffle, both kid food, French toast, adult food, crepe, adult food. If you get what I'm saying there. So, you know, you throw that out there. Scram- we- scrambled eggs, kid food or adult food? Scrambled eggs, kid food. Fried egg, adult eggs, food. Eggs Benedict, adult food. Adult food, for sure. <laughs> oh, my. Pizza, cheese pizza, kid food. <laughs> pizza with more than two toppings, adult food. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah, you outrageous. imagine the episode of Nerd Association? Imagine if you will. <laughs> imagine if you will. Uh, an episode where we just spend 60 minutes of Chops naming every food he can think of. Adult food, kid food. Add some fancy toppings, it's adult food now. Caviar, definitely adult food. But if you make... <laughs> just the, 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 the episode name will be Chop Naming Things. Chop's Naming Things. That's it. Believe it, or, believe it or not, Cheerios, adult food. Honey Nut Cheerios, kid food. Hard, healthy way to start your day there, buddy. But definitely adult food. <laughs> oh my well yeah i'm i'm gonna call it that that about wraps things up here on our association today don't let the end of this podcast deter you from the six day week actually being a good idea and being a much more thought out idea that i fully endorse adult food kid food is more just a fun thing to to distinct you know distinctions between food but six day week i do truly believe in and i wish it were the norm and we'd like to hear you weigh in on what your thoughts are why does it work why doesn't it work um, what are the festivals for, man? The the mid the mid year festivals. Uh, you can reach out to us on uh, Twitter. Our handle is at nerdassoc n e r d underscore a s s o c. You can uh, send us an email nerdassoc at gmail dot com. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, or you could even come on and be one of our nerds, be a lucky uh, lucky fella or a gal like Brandon Beam. We'd like mm. to thank Brandon for joining us today again. You can hear him. Each and every uh, f- of weekday, five-day weekday morning uh, from 6 to 9 a.m. on the Morning <laughs> Thanks Juice. for the distinction. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 97 won the fan in Columbus. Beam, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, boys. I have uh, It's 420 today, so I already have not very many brain cells. And what few uh, little I do have remaining are totally fried by now. So thanks for having me. It was a great time. All right. Thanks, well, Beam. We'll talk to you next week.